What's shaking? Hey, I'm Rick Jordan. Today, we're going all in. So how are you doing on that New Year's resolution to lose weight, to get fit, to look better, all of those amazing things? Because here we are, right? We're getting into the, the middle of January and how many of you have fallen off at this point, right? I always despise New Year's resolutions because that's typically what happens and they're not sustainable because they're too much to one extreme or it's just not the right way to do it. Today we have somebody on who I met at some amazing events and can give you the easy ways to stick with this and even just to really, which is the important decision is to actually just live life differently. Because right, this isn't just a thing to lose weight. This is really to, to change how you view yourself. So, Andrea, what's shaking? <laughs> so much is shaking. Yeah. So much is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Your last name is pronounced Marcellus, right? I should have asked that's that before right. we started the show, but that's okay. That, yes. That's all right. That's it's awesome. So here you are, and you are just a, a fitness, uh, well, we'll just call you a fitness superwoman. How about that? <laughs> that sounds, uh, it, some people have said that, you know, yeah. I've been doing this a long time and we do it in a lot of ways and we figure it out for everybody. That's so cool. So there's a, uh, there's a, an amazing part to your story. And you've been doing this for 34 years. Obviously, you still look amazing. And that means that you've been able to sustain things, you know, which would probably be bad for business. Let's just be real, right? If you, if you personally didn't, yeah, at least you're laughing at that. That's 100%. good. Yes, <laughs> right on. You have to look the part. That's in anything. That's a good lesson for anything is you have to look the part, especially when you, looking the part has to do with the way that you look, right? But that's, I'm saying that intentionally because you heard my intro. Right. As we went right. through this and it's like, that's what kind of triggers things for a lot of people. It isn't even necessarily, I think, have you seen like the second one might be, this is my opinion, right? The second one is like, oh, I feel crappy. But the first thing that triggers right. people into thinking that I need to do something about this is they look in a mirror like, God, I look like crap. You know, I look horrible. Yeah, I, I play the mirror game with every person who calls me and because I really want to understand where each person is coming from individually and I go, you know, okay, nobody goes to the mirror to like check in on how awesome we are. Like zero people I've met do that. <laughs> we all go and like check if there are things in our teeth or, you know, and in terms of our fitness, it's like you check in on these spots that you have noticed have changed over time. And basically each day we do the little check-in to see, you know, am I offending myself more or less in these particular areas today? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I try to find out from people because it's just, it's really important to just like kind of call that out. And, and then obviously my work is shifting your brain somewhere else that's far more productive, but we do want to put all the facts on the table. Right on. So what do you hear? Because I mean, here we are middle of January, right? And, and everybody, of mm -hmm. course, like the one of the biggest resolutions is I need to lose weight, I need to get fit all of this garbage, right? Which to me isn't even like the, the, the main decision anyways. Uh, I've always said that, yeah. that that's, those are like almost like superficial things. They, they really are, you know, really being healthy is probably the actual choice. And then it's like looking good, feeling good is kind of a side effect, if you want to call it uh, from being Absolutely. healthy. Your weight um, and if you're overweight for what makes you happy and energized, and I want to be really clear on that, this isn't about some arbitrary standard of where you fit on some model that doesn't apply to you, where you feel happy, energized, you like getting dressed, because if you feel your best, you will do your best. 
And weight is excess weight is a symptom of actually a malalignment of other aspects of your life and your mental well-being. What do you mean like getting you like getting dressed? What's that like, mindset? Getting when we get dressed in the day, that is our first opportunity to generate some energy, right? Hmm. So if you are putting on clothes that like are triggering you, like the button won't come across or the whatever like that, that is, that's not going to give you great feelings about yourself and, you know, uh, create a sense of confidence and literally energize you. If I tell people, even when they are on a weight loss journey, go through your closet and get like, just box up everything that literally sucks at your soul. You know, we want to get out of this practice of in five pounds, this and in 10 pounds, that or whatever, just, you don't have to throw anything away, just put it away, find some things that when you put them on, they make you feel strong, capable and powerful. So often, when um, people are coming to me, it's that they're high achievers, you know, generally, everybody who comes to me is an executive, some sort, even the, you know, from 23 to um, people in their 60s. That's my demographic. It's massive, you know, but all of these people are high achievers. And what's happening is their outside is not reflecting how strong and capable and confident they are on the inside. So just with the clothes you pick, even when you're on a fitness journey, you want to make sure to put things on that put your best foot forward that generates some energy for you that make you feel, you know, as best as you possibly can, even in that moment, because how you feel about yourself really is what you're putting out in the world. And it's what you'll get back. That's so cool. So your demographic is like high achievers, right? Which anybody mm -hmm. listening, I think to this show either is that or wants to be that right, they're looking for a shift. And do you get an influx of individuals this time of year? I, you know, believe it or not, the biggest influx I got was in the summer when you think people are on vacation, but it makes sense for this demographic because these people are taking a minute to think about themselves. Everybody in my world is like, you know, we don't want to just say busy. These are people who take on a massive amount of responsibility because it excites them. They like being in charge. They like, you know, knowing the answer. They like, you know, driving the train. They like having the vision. These are our people. And something that comes with that territory is your own needs often get back burners. And when it comes to fitness, um, so much that is put out there makes it seem like it has to be, you know, very strict and very difficult to and like like it's its own separate job in life to, you know, get to the gym, to food prep, to do all these things. My people do not have the time for that. And guess what? Neither do I. I am the CEO of a company. I'm not a trainer in a gym anymore with all day, every day to work out. Like, you know, I'm not yeah. squeezing my own almond milk and running five miles in the morning. Like we're not doing that. <laughs> can you even you do know? that? So, is, there so, is there a tool or something where you can squeeze your own almond milk? I've never heard that phrase before. Like squeeze your yeah, orange juice. There's like these, there's these like little gadgets. I gave one to my nephew last year for Christmas, but I'm like, I'm not doing that. Well, that's I what I'm thinking. Like, uh, I mean, I, I've seen like things on how to make all, but I'm like, in, in, like almost seeing like Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger in my head. Like I will do it. I will squish this almond and it will milk for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, will milk. it will milk the almond. No, but you know, like we are, uh, my specialty is in like basically looking at what your life actually is and giving that a big hug 
and figuring out, you know, foods that are easy to make or get and that you really look forward to eating that tick the nutritional boxes we're looking for and then making it so that when you're out with clients or you're out eating for fun at night with people you love and bonding over food, you can have whatever you want because we can't vilify food. You know, it's, it's, you can't, uh, it's a massive stress relief and it's a way we bond and connect with mm. people. So if you're busy living this no thank you lifestyle, on a business level, that's like kind of weird, you know, like when you're out with people and you're like, I don't do this and I don't do that. Like you just don't want to be throwing negatives on the table. And then, you know, that's just, it's awesome to just break bread with people and like literally feel like eating the bread if you want, like you can do it. And then I help people get to that place where they don't have to add more decisions into their day. Most of my people are suffering from decision fatigue above all. And we don't want to make any of your fitness or well-being extra decisions. Oh, geez, I feel that. That's one of the reasons why I wear the same yeah. thing every single day, right? Black t-shirt, black jeans. It's, a, it's I mean, it, it looks good. It's easy to pack. It's become part yeah. of my brand. At the same time, it completely eliminates that decision from my life every single day. And when you approach food and exercise, um, the low value say meals in your day, the ones you don't share with yeah. others, you tend to just eat on the run. When you kind of approach those in the same way, that's when you're home free. And that's what I do. I help people come up with optimized choices of it's this or this for breakfast, and you can either make it or get it easy. But it's basically wearing the black t shirt and jeans, you know, of, of food, because this wasn't some we're not, you know, we're not at a Michelin star rated Starbucks, you know, like, we're just <laughs> I want to go to that, sure. though. Is that a thing? Right? A Michelin star rated Starbucks? Please send me <laughs> you, you're validating to sure. me today in lots of different areas, especially the Michelin rated Starbucks. At, at the same you time, know. it's like my breakfast every morning is the same too that's what i didn't even think about that it's like i, I always equated the non-decision making or saving that decision making energy to just how i dress but it's also with breakfast it's like and you know how many people make fun of me for that too it's like well i i couldn't do that why do you eat the same thing every morning it's like well because it's just there and it's easy and i don't have to think about it i can just get on well, with my that's day right and so if that is nutritionally optimized and yeah. often it's tweaks and yeah. then maybe there's two choices so that in the course of the week, the body's not keeping score day to day. The body's keeping score over time. It's yeah. a profile over time. But if there's like, I do this or this, that's awesome. And yeah. only when you get really bored of one, do we cycle it out and pick something else. But that's actually how you're home free. And imagine if you did that with breakfast, you do that with lunch, you do that. The most important meal of the day, afternoon snack. Mm. That is the most important meal to weight loss. Um, because... Well, for a variety of reasons, but when you no brainer, that one too, nobody knows what to eat for a snack. Like I literally do classes on it. Nice. <laughs> well, let, let's get tactical a little bit before we swing this back around sure. here, because you, you've intrigued me on that. You know, typically in the afternoons I will do, you know, I might grab some almonds because they're here in the office and we right. st stock some things that are great. You know, if I'm out somewhere, it'll be like a, it'll be a protein bar or it will be literally like an Epic bar or a chomps meat, some kind yeah. of meat stick. So it's typically high protein mm -hmm. is how I, how I take the approach of my afternoon snacks. Am I on the right track here? Well, you're on the right track with protein for the afternoon snack. You really want something that has protein and or a beneficial fat for sure, you know, because those will help with satiety in the afternoon and you do not want to arrive at dinner hungry. Yeah. The key to not like opening the floodgates at night and food soothing is to make sure you've eaten enough during the day, but especially that afternoon snack. 
But what I would challenge you on and like, you know, our work together would be what are some real foods from nature that are super easy for you to get, but that tick those boxes and coming up with options that are things you really look forward to because the bioavailability of that protein. Um, and plus we'd be getting antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, fiber, omega-3 fatty acids, and yeah. maybe even free or probiotics. If we can get all those in and you didn't have to think about it so much better than something you've got in a package because everything in those packages has more sugar and more sodium than you really want. And those are the things that work against you in your social meals. One of the best strategies is to use real food to change your preferences away from salt and sugar. So not that you won't have them, but when you're eating social foods, you know, at restaurants and stuff, oh, you, you get all start that. Yeah. to limit, you'll limit your yeah. portions naturally, not because Andrea said so, or because you're doing a thing, but you just naturally will start to portion control because you don't get as much dopamine from them. So we try to use real food as much as possible because of the bioavailability of the nutrients, but also because we're strategizing, changing our tastes away from salt and sugar. That's cool. As you said, like get something mm -hmm. from nature. I'm thinking, what about a bottle of scotch? You know, cause isn't, bar <laughs> I, think, I think barley is from nature, isn't it? I mean, that's the grain that's used in there. It's a, I'm a big scotch fan, obviously. <laughs> You're giving a lot of good tips. Now, I want to circle back here because I wanted to head into the mm -hmm. afternoon snack so everybody could hear about that. And me. Thank you. Thank you. Right. The, everyone's at this point probably like two to three weeks into their, their New Year's resolution. Right. And some are probably thinking this is too difficult. I remember when I had my weight loss yeah. journey, day number three and like week number two was the most difficult when I dropped 90 pounds. Right. And right. they're, they're just starting to get into that mode to where it's like, it's time to give up. Yeah. And right. Even though most individuals, right. As you you work with high level executives and uh, high achievers, I love what you said, where you said it's like in the summertime, that's when you get this influx because they've actually had the moment to think about themselves. Now for, yeah. the, for a lot of people in the general public, that moment does come over the holidays. You know, and right. it's usually after they, they like engorge themselves <laughs> Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. And now they're looking in the mirror yeah. on December 26th, just a couple of weeks ago. I'm thinking, oh no. Right. And let's just pretend they're probably really bloated on top of the fact that they need to make a, a shift in, in their eating habits, regardless and their, their overall fitness journey. So what would you say right now to those individuals who are about to say, you know what, I'm, I'm done. This is, it's over. What do they need to, to keep going and actually shift that, that I'll call it a fake resolution, right? Because it's a, right. it's a more of like an actual desired end state for themselves, something that it's not an option anymore. This is going to be what my life is. What would you say to them? I would say you need to shift the focus from what you can't do, because usually it's an elimination diet, calorie counting, macro counting, something like that, mm. where then you start to obsess over what you can't do or what, you know, whatever, and shift to what you can do and focus in a different direction. And I'll explain why I, you know, I started Brilliant. out, uh, you know, calorie counting. And this is what I learned in grueling workouts, calorie counting and grueling workouts, calorie deficit. That's it. First of all, no, nobody in my 32 years of experience is a math equation. And uh, calorie counting doesn't take into account hormones, uh, sleep, hydration, whether or not 
your like mother-in-law's in town, you know, if your pet's sick. Like, it's, well, you think that affects things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and number, and most importantly, your stress level. Stress is the X factor in all of this of whether or not we are going to um, need soothing behaviors because our brain is not trained to deal with literally just the pressure or the amount of information coming into our prefrontal cortex in a day. And diets specifically don't work for a neurological reason. So you have this amygdala in your brain, your fear and anxiety center. And this is a protective thing. It's not bad. It sends out adrenaline and cortisol to protect you. Um, cortisol slows down bodily functions and the adrenaline gives you energy. So cave people times, you know, here's what's going on. Your amygdala is set off by only one of two things. One is scarcity and the other is threat. So if you're a cave person, scarcity is, oh, there's not enough berries on these bushes. Let's go move the tribe. Mm. And your body is kind enough to shut off these big processes and give you some adrenaline, even though you're starving, to be able to move and walk and find some find some berries somewhere. And threat is, oh, wow, that's a lion. I better run. And your body is kind enough to shut down unnecessary processes and give you some adrenaline and off you go and hopefully you survive. These days... Scarcity is, I'm not going to have enough time, I'm not going to have enough energy, I'm not going to have enough funds, and the other one I'd add in is, I'm not going to have enough opportunity, or FOMO, or, you know, Mm, like that kind of a thing. Those are the things that set us off. And threat is usually a threat to our ego. I'm going to fail, I'm going to look bad, I'm running a team that's going to fail, I'm running a team that's going to make me look bad, you know, and... You're at a weekend course with tissues and we talk about it and dig, 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 you know, it's going to be, I'm unlovable. That's the spoiler alert. You know, that's the big fear. So in diets, they, they like ding off the scarcity thing from day one. There's an identity in it and we get some dopamine for achievement for a little bit because you're doing a thing and you're sticking to it. But just like you said, in what was it? Day three of week two or day two of week three where you went... The dopamine's run out. The identity is like you're questioning whether that identity is really you because it's all based in so much restriction. And this amygdala is like shooting out all this adrenaline and cortisol. So it's working against you hormonally. And the adrenaline is fueling your anxiety. It's fueling your worry. It's fueling your worst fears about yourself that you're going to fail, right? And so what do we do? Well, as you know, we are all really bad at being uncomfortable, especially in this day and age where nobody can even sit still for a minute. We got to pick up a phone and scroll, you know, so we go into those soothing behaviors and that's where that adrenaline is now energizing our discomfort. And we have to soothe that. That's food soothing. That's, you know, I'm going to sit in front of Netflix forever. I'm going to do, you know, whatever it is. And you see how then it becomes this vicious cycle. It starts to become replacement therapy. You're replacing one bad thing for another. Yep. Yep. So you want to simplify the process and you want to honor yourself in the process. That's brilliant. Oh my God. You got me wanting to hire you now. And it, right? it's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a, incredible. That's that's great. So everybody needs to listen to every word that you're saying. And please rewind this for the past like four minutes that Andrea was talking because that is your key to success and the key to sustaining because what you're doing right now with your New Year's resolution is not sustainable. It absolutely is not sustainable. And that's the biggest issue that I've always had with resolutions. Andrea, you're amazing for real. Like uh, the, you're, you're so articulate and you make this so approachable. I appreciate you coming on. 
Yeah. Where, where can everybody find you? And even more so, I'm just going to tell everybody, if you want to change and you're executive high performer, hire her, okay? Because this is, <laughs> she sold so. me already, yeah. That's right. You know, um, want to know where people are finding me? I mean, like, a rear admiral and coast guard producers, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like people that are ahead of a swim team in the major universe and like yep. all sorts of people. Um, TikTok. Awesome. Like, this, that's where you can find a lot of strategies and my Instagram, of course, and then my website is andlife.com and like Andrea Life, like your life. I and love life it. You can get company. some great, some great free content on there, some tips and everything. And then if you want to take yeah, it to the sure. next level, you've got that yeah, too. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Amazing conversation. Absolutely. You're an amazing human. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> you are too. <laughs>